it gets hard to get out of bed some days. It's bad enough knowing that the planet is dying and the people who could stop it won't because money's more important than survival. And for those of us without obscene amounts of money, it's getting harder and harder to afford to live. We just go to jobs that seem more and more pointless for wages that don't seem to go as far as they did. And it's just a thing that we're supposed to deal with. A cost-of-living crisis. Except crises end. This is just going to grind on forever, because this is just the way things are now. Something we're supposed to accept, despite being brought up on stories of how, when we grow up, we'll all get better jobs and have money, and we'll be able to buy a house and take holidays and gradually swap out the struggles and adventures of twenties and thirties with the stability and comfort of getting older and making a better life for ourselves and those who come after. But something, somewhere, went wrong, and now all of these things seem further out of reach than ever before. And we're told that that's our fault because we're not working hard enough, not applying ourselves or exploiting other people to our own benefit, or we're always wanting more and not grateful for the little that we already have. I've been asked a few times if I want kids one day. I used to reply, oh, I can barely keep myself alive. It was a joke at the time. And so some days, It is hard to get out of bed. Not every day, and no day lasts forever, but some days. And then there are days when people with unimaginable amounts of money, beyond what one person could possibly use in a lifetime, decide to make things worse. They could use their money and influence and significantly improve the lives of an incredible number of people without noticing any impact on their own lives, apart from a smaller but still extremely large number on a screen. And those are days when it is hard to get out of bed. Not every day, and no day lasts forever, but some days. Seeing their smug, tight little smiles as they say something vague enough to be amplified and debated and defended by those who will profit from anger and bile, but still clear enough to those who are looking for excuses to be bastards. They don't need to look, by the way. There are excuses everywhere. The point is that despite being knee-deep in excuses to be a bastard, supposed to choose to be kind and tolerant, even caring towards others who are different from us. That's that's what society's supposed to be, isn't it? A community working together for all of us, not hoarding what you can and screaming at everyone else to fuck off. But I digress. And then there are days where you hear about people like Brianna Gay. At just 16 years old, she was aware enough to know that she was trans, brave enough to show the world her true self, and lucky enough to be supported and loved by her friends and family. And that's great. That's amazing. That's as it should be. That's where it should end. It really does get better. But it's not. Because the reason that you hear about Brianna isn't those things. The reason you hear about Brianna... It's because she was stabbed to death by idiots who were taught to hate and fear by bastards making money off of spreading that hate and fear. And then, when these places report about the killing of this innocent, 
teenage girl, they'll go out of their way to shout about how she was trans, and even go back and edit their own reports to refer to her using her dead name, because God forbid she be offered any dignity or respite from this fuckery. This is a perfect example of dead naming, by the way. When a trans person changes their name to better reflect their true identity, their old name is called a dead name. I thought this was just a name that we don't use anymore, so it's dead. No one should use it. Turns out that name originated pretty much the other way round. The name a trans person might be referred to after they die by people who either didn't know or didn't want to know who they were in life is the dead name. It's a way of quietly editing out the transness or the queerness because that person is no longer able to object. And what would the neighbours say? Knowingly using someone's dead name in the 21st century is a grossly disrespectful and deeply offensive act. To go back through your own reporting, editing that dead name into articles you have already published is fucking obscene. And on these days, you'll hear the police say that this was a targeted and intentional attack on a single individual. And then, in their next breath, they'll do their best to not classify this as a hate crime, because it'll look bad on their stats. These days are not days when it is hard to get out of bed. These days are days when it is hard to stop myself from ripping the world apart to find those responsible. Instead, I go to vigils and protests and rallies. I wave my fucking flag and I make sure that I'm as visible and relentless and entirely without shame as I can possibly be. I hold my friends close and I tell them I love them and together we light candles and mourn those we've lost and talk about ways that we can make this time the last time. The phrase that always echoes in my mind on days like this is, let this radicalise you, not lead you to despair. But what kind of world is this where it is radical to believe deeply, truly, that no one should fear death or pain or misery for who they are? How can anyone consider wanting the longest life and least pain for as many as possible to be radical? And we do what we always do. We take that anger and frustration at the pointless waste of another life and we turn it into action. Fighting now so that in the future, others won't have to. And however heavy the world gets, however much we want to stay in bed, however high the cost of living, we know from our own painful history that silence equals death. The cost of living is a nasty little phrase. It implies that if we can't afford to pay, we don't deserve to live. And it seems that those of us who are not rich white and cis must pay more to get less. Cost of being queer in the 21st century should not be a constant fear of pain and death. We should not have to pay the price of other people's ignorance and hatred. May Brianna rest in peace, in power and in pride. May her memory be a blessing. And may we who are left behind ensure that her death and the deaths of all those who went before are not in vain. There are no jokes here. I don't have a fun way out. There's no one-liner to end on, so we all get to move on and feel good. I'm not even sure why I'm talking right now. It makes me feel a little bit better, and maybe in some small way. 
it helps. I don't know. The best I can do is be there for my friends and my loved ones, be a part of my community, and joyfully, intentionally pay the cost of living so visibly, shamelessly, and fearlessly. And all of that starts with getting out of bed. <laughs>